0: Welcome to the BCS podcast, where we explore the basics of computer science concepts. I'm your host, Saran, founder of CodeMubi, And I'm Vaidahi Joshi, author and developer. And she is the brilliant mind behind the BayCS blog series. Today, we are continuing our conversation on Radix Trees. This season of BayCS is brought to you by DevDiscuss. Dev Discuss is a show I work on with the team at Dev, an international supportive community for developers. The show addresses the many burning topics that pop up on Dev every day and is hosted by Jess Lee and Ben Halper, two of Dev's co-founders. Past episodes have included unpopular opinions with Kelsey Hightower, staff developer advocate at Google Cloud and a legendary voice in tech. So unpopular opinion should be like, computers were a mistake. Was, (laughs) Was this all worth it? and how changing your name is a difficult, unsolved and sometimes personally devastating problem in tech.
1: I basically walk through this world, through this minefield of not knowing when I'm going to have this like sort of deep emotional wound reopened
0: as well as how little-known tools can have big productivity gains. And I think it gives me the sense of structure, which I really enjoy, and also you can color code different things. Each episode features interesting guests from diverse backgrounds who are active in the software space. This podcast is your place for burning tech questions, answers, and genuine conversations. And we also end each episode with commentary from the everyday developers who call Dev home. You'd be surprised how many things making music and coding have in common. True to the Dev community, Dev Discuss wouldn't be possible without the input from all of you. So listen, rate, and subscribe to Dev Discuss wherever you get your podcasts. Let's do a quick recap of Radix Trees. What are
1: they? Radix Trees, as we've talked about in previous episodes, are basically a kind of compressed try data structure. Yes. And we've also known them by other names like compact prefix tree. Mm-hmm. Basically, all they are are space optimized versions of those try data structures. And the big mm. difference between radix trees and tries is that you can contain the entire sequence of a string within a single node of the radix tree rather than. Which is very just, cool. Yeah. It's especially cool because. When you compare it to a try, you can only contain a single character element. Mm -hmm. So rather than just containing one character, you can kind of compress it and contain a substring. And that's what makes a
0: radix tree. Tries are that thing that allows us to do alphabets, right? They allow us to have, like, all the alphabets and to save keys as alphabets. Yeah, they
1: allow us to save key value pairs where the key is some sort of string and that's where the alphabets come in and the value is something associated with the key and they are sort of like a little bit related to hash tables in the sense that you know you have a key and you want to retrieve a value you know where to go get it but a try and a radix tree are just a little bit different versions of that and different type of data structure.
0: Yeah, they're a little bit funky. I like them, though. I like that they have letters involved. That's very important to me. (laughs) Okay, radix. Let's talk about the word radix. I think we mentioned this in a previous episode, maybe, but refresh my memory. What is a radix? So a radix is exactly
1: what we have kind of encountered previously when we were talking about number systems. So we talked about, like, base 2, base 10, The base of a counting system is basically the number of unique digits in that system. And so Mm -hmm. we've been calling it base a lot, but really that's also just the radix of that number system.
0: When we talk about radix trees and we talked about how radix trees have many other names, why is it called a radix tree? What does this tree or this tri structure, what does that have to do with base anything? The radix part of the radix tree has to do with
1: how it's kind of interpreted by our machine the way that it's sort of read and, Mm -hmm. you know, parsed. And in order to really understand the radix of the tree, you have to think about how the keys inside of that tree are read. Read by the machine? Exactly, yes. How they're read, how they're interpreted by the machine when it walks through the tree, when it tries to Mm -hmm. retrieve a value. And in a radix tree, the keys which is basically those strings, they're read in bits, which we'll recall from back in season one, bits are binary digits. They're single digits inside of a byte. So when you're looking at a radix tree and you're reading the keys, you're basically reading them in a certain amount of bits at a time. So you could say, I'm going to read it a byte at a time. I'm going to read it half a byte at a time. I'm going to read it two bits at a time. And that, that tells us like, The way that I'm reading this tree, the number of bits that I'm reading at a time, that's where that radix comes from, because that's the base number of bits that you can process while reading the keys of the tree
0: data structure. So when we talk about bits and bytes and binary and all that, we're talking about a base 2. Correct. Yes. Okay, so can we walk through maybe an example of that or explaining how that actually works? Yeah. Before we get into an example, I just want to point out
1: that you could basically read the keys of a radix tree in different ways, right? I think we should do an example that's kind of a little bit simpler. And let's just say that we have a radix tree data structure and Mm -hmm. we are just going to process the keys. We're just going to read the keys one bit at a time. Let's keep
0: it real simple. I'm down for simple.
1: Yeah, all we can do is read it one bit at a time. Because, you know, we'll remember bits are just zeros and ones. we're busy.
0: We have other things to do. Just one at a time, please. I
1: know, which is funny that you're like... We're busy, but that's a lot of zeros and ones to read. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and if history has shown us anything, we get real tired of going through zeros and ones on this podcast. <laughs> that is true. Maybe, maybe the problem is we have too much time on our hands. That's all what it is. Yeah. In any case, there's actually a name for this type of radix tree, the one where you process keys one bit at a time. And okay. that radix tree is called... Patricia Tree. Mm -hmm. That's spelled P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A. It actually stands for Practical Algorithm to Retrieve Information Coded in Alphanumeric. Oh, that got complicated real (laughs)
0: fast. (laughs) i would say patricia Patricia is a nice name it's very elegant but still accessible it's got good nicknames pat patty patricky you know what i mean there's like lots (laughs) of things you can do but no it actually stands for something that sounds a little intimidating that's okay though
1: (laughs) i think we can make it a little less intimidating by sort of breaking down what it is and if we break it down we'll realize it's actually not too bad I promise. Mm-hmm. So we have this Patricia tree, which is a radix tree, basically. And there are really only two things to remember about it, two important things. Mm-hmm. So first, when you have a Patricia tree and you're reading the keys in it, you're trying to retrieve the keys out of it. When you're reading it, you are only reading one bit at a time. Okay. That's something we knew because I just told you about that earlier.
0: Mm-hmm. We're
1: reading keys in streams of bit. And Basically, what that means is as we read, we compare one bit at a time.
0: Wait, so does that mean that in every comparison, I'm just comparing two bits, basically, because I'm comparing one bit to another bit? Yes. We're basically like looking at one bit at a time. And when you're comparing it to something else, you're
1: comparing one bit to another bit. So at any given time, I can only really look at two bits. Correct. Yes. Okay. And actually, that's a good point, because when you're thinking about the fact that there's only two bits you can really think about at any given time, when you're... Thinking about how this radix tree is going to be represented, every single node in a Patricia tree only mm-hmm. has two possible children. So basically, Ooh. it has a two-way branch. And that makes it a binary radix tree.
0: Ooh. Oh, things are coming together. Worlds are colliding. Look at that. We're back to binary trees.
1: That's fun. And I think that the interesting thing about this, this, it's going to come together even more. We know that binary is zeros and ones, right? Yes. And we know that this Patricia tree is going to be a radix tree that only has two branches. And we're only going to, like, consider one bit at a time when we're reading. And we can only, like, have two possible options, zeros and ones. So if you're looking at a binary tree, can you imagine how it's going to be structured with zero and one as its children? If
0: I remember how binary trees work there's a rule about how the left and right nodes relate to each other, right? So the left node has to be less than the right node. And so if that is the case and I'm comparing my 0 and my 1, then I assume my 0 would have to be my left node and my Mm -hmm. 1 would have to be my right node? Exactly. So
1: every single little pair of children, because I said we have a branch of two possible options, right? 0 and Mm -hmm. 1. If we're going to follow the rule of a binary tree because it's a binary radix tree, then... We have to have 0 be on the left because it's smaller than 1, and Mm 1 is going to be on the right. So the left node will be of a value 0, and the right node is going to be value 1. And Mm -hmm. it's only ever going to be zeros and 1.
0: Okay, so that two-way branching, all connected to the idea that it's binary, all connected to the radix, which is 2. So all this is really – it's really coming together. I like this. I think what's interesting about it is
1: with a Patricia tree – I know we were talking about, like, comparing bits – Right. Right. When we are looking at a Patricia tree, you're only going to compare a single bit at a time, which Mm -hmm. basically means as you walk down the tree and you read it, you're only looking at one bit at a time, which is why you only have those two branches because a bit has two Mm -hmm. values possibly, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It could be zero or it could be one. So as you look at one bit at a time, every single time you come to a new bit, you're like, is it a zero? Is it a one? If it's a zero, Mm -hmm. I go to the left node. If it's a one, I go to the right node. That's sort of how we're going to walk through the radix tree. And the reason I want to clarify is I know earlier you were asking me about comparing bits. And with a Patricia tree, it is only one bit at a time, but we'll see how that comparison actually happens. Actually, maybe we can look at it now with an example.
0: Yeah, because when we were talking about tries previously, we were talking about dog and doge and dogs and kind of how those create different nodes and how the nodes relate to each other, et cetera, et cetera. So if we were going to, let's take that array, let's take the array with the key dog, key doge and key dogs, and we Mm -hmm. were to translate it to this Patricia tree situation, what would that look like? Well, I think the first thing that we
1: want to do is figure out what those keys look like in binary. Makes sense. Because we know that ultimately, it's a Patricia tree, so we have to read it in bits. So we need to know what the bits are so we can figure out how to read these things. Mm-hmm, because they mm-hmm. will be in the tree, but we, in order to like retrieve them and read our way through the tree, we have to deal with bits. So my favorite part, <laughs> <laughs> we are going to have to do some binary today. Yes. Are you excited? You got to take a nice, big, deep breath. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. This reminds me of like back in like season one when I was like, let's spell out our names. And I was like, oh my God,
0: this is so complicated. (laughs) You have so many letters. I know. Oh, that did not translate well to binary.
1: (laughs) Well, today we're just going to deal with something a little bit shorter. I think we have three keys that we're dealing with, dog, doge, and dogs. And I have a suggestion. I think... We should yeah. just go through the binary for dog.
0: Okay. That makes sense. They all have dog in common.
1: Yes. I we'll just say okay. this is the binary for dog, and we'll worry about doge and dogs later. Yes. So if we're going to turn dog into binary, it is as follows. 0
0: Yep. That makes sense. Sounds like dog to me. Yeah, every time. When you hear that, don't you just think wolf? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) You'll notice the way
1: I read it. I tried to make it obvious how it breaks into bytes because I read eight binary digits at a time and eight bits is one byte. So we have three bytes to
0: represent the three characters, D-O-G, dog. So now that we have that in binary, which is very fun, I really enjoyed that. What do we do with that? We can basically think
1: about how we would represent this in the form of a radix tree. And we know that radix trees are basically compressed versions of tries, right? So we Mm -hmm, could represent mm -hmm. DOG, since it's a substring of DOGE and DOGS, at Mm -hmm. one single node. And it would just be the substring DOG. And we know that you can read binary, read those three bytes, and get to the string DOG. Now, the interesting thing is, if we have a node DOG, And we know that we have two words that are going to sort of stem from the word dog, doge and dogs. Now we need to consider how doge and dogs are going to fit into the node dog, which is again Mm. just a compressed version of a tri structure that we've talked about over the past few episodes. Okay. I just want to reiterate it's not anything different than what we've already done before. That is comforting. Thank you. (laughs) So let's just start with the word. Doge first. Spoiler alert, the first 3 bytes of Doge are exactly the same as Dog.
0: Yes, because they both have DOG. Exactly. Things
1: get interesting as soon as you get to the last bit that matches Dog because okay. Doge has 3 bytes, but it actually has a fourth byte as well, which is for the letter E. Exactly, because it okay. has another letter. So it has another it needs more binary. It needs more bits to so could take it up us. space. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And so the moment you have to represent doge you have all the binary to represent the word dog and now you have the letter e you need more space for it you need more binary for it so right. you need to add more binary digits you need more bits okay. in there the way that you represent the letter e in binary is 01100101 okay so it's basically imagine all the binary for dog plus yep. what i just said and that's how you represent doge so If I were to ask you, where does the binary for DOGE and DOG
0: diverge? Where do they become different? What would you say? They become different after the last bit, I guess, of DOG. Mm -hmm. So they become different at what is 3 times 8, 24. So basically at the 25th place is where we see a difference, where 1 is blank and 1 is 0. Exactly. The 25th digit or basically bit number
1: 25. Because in Doge, we have zero there, but in Dog, we have nothing because Dog ended with the 24th digit, the 24th bit. So basically, at the point where Doge differs from Dog at bit 25, we need to look at whatever the value of that is in order to determine where to put Doge,
0: where to put that string in relation to its substring, Dog. So we basically need to look at it and determine, is this a zero or is this a one? Exactly. You mm-hmm. caught right on because there's only two options. And yeah, that's it.
1: Remember, we only have this left child and right child, right? We have like right. left for zero, right for one. So we only have two possible values that are going to be in that 25th bit digit mm-hmm. place. So mm-hmm. we need to look at what's there. Do you want me to tell you what's there again?
0: I think I, think I can do it. I think I can okay. do it. Okay okay, okay. okay. So we said E is... 01100101. 0, 1, 0, 0, 1, 0, 1. Yep. So the first bit is zero. So we already said that if it's zero, it needs to be on the left side. And if it's a one, it needs to be on the right side. So because it's a zero, it's going to go on the left node. Exactly. So because mm-hmm. it diverges at that
1: bit and because that bit has a value, we can look at the value of the bit where it diverges and figure out where should our value doge go. Does it need to have a right node? It doesn't need to have a right node, but you can imagine if we had, I'm actually not even sure what kind of binary digit, because it wouldn't even be a letter, because letters Mm. can all fit within seven bits. But Ah. maybe you had like an an emoji or like some other character or something. Something that requires like more than seven bits. You need like basically a one at bit 25. Mm. Mm -hmm. If you have a one at bit 25, then you know that, you would have a right child. Oh, and actually, this is a great segue into what to do with dogs. Yeah. And I think what we need to do is the same thing again. We need to figure out how to represent dogs in relation to dog mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and figure out where that divergence is. And then we'll know how to place it.
0: Okay. So, in order to do that, we need to figure out what is dogs in binary. So, basically, we already have the dog part. So, mm-hmm. what is the S in binary? The S in binary is zero, one, 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 zero, zero, one, one. Okay, so some of that feels a little familiar. How does that compare to the E in doge? Good question.
1: A lot of it is the same. There is some overlap. Okay. So you'll remember dog was three bytes. Doge was four. Dogs is also four bytes, And some of the bits for that fourth letter are almost the same. So yeah. E in binary, the E from doge is mm-hmm. zero, one, one. 00101 zero, 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 one, versus mm-hmm. S, which is zero one 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 zero zero one one. Ooh, so okay, so the first three numbers are the same. Exactly. The first both three, at zero, one, one. those first yeah. three bits for E yeah. and S in binary are the same. Yeah. Oh. The point where they diverge is that fourth bit. So basically, the fourth bit of the last byte, which would make it the 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th. Okay. bit in this whole series.
0: So it's almost like even within E and S, there's like a substring there.
1: Yes. There's a binary substring.
0: Oh, you can do that. Okay. That's good to know. I I don't actually know if they're
1: called binary
0: substrings, but that's the way I think Eh. about it. They should be. They should be. I think, you know what? We've invented that. We've decided (laughs) that there is such a thing as binary substring. Because, yeah, I kind of thought, well, the whole byte needs to match up. If not, then, you know, because we think of letters, like, we don't think of E and S as overlapping in Mm -hmm. the English language, you know? So that is fascinating that it still has some overlap, that it has some, you know, some commonalities when you translate it into binary.
1: It was good we started with dog because it's kind of very clear to us as people who can speak and read and write English, D-O-G, repeated. You're like, oh, that's the same. That is
0: yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. a
1: substring. But in binary, yep. it's not as obvious to us, right? We yeah. Until I spelled out the fact that they both have zero as the first digit, one as the second digit, one as the next digit, and then the fourth digit is where things change, it wouldn't have been clear otherwise. But computers yes. read in binary, so for them...
0: That is basically a substring in numerical terms. They don't care. They don't care about our English at all. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So up until the 28th bit, they are the same. So what happens when they start to diverge? What do we do with that? Earlier, when we were looking at dog and doge, we saw that they diverged at
1: bit 25. Yes. So at bit 25, we added a left child, right? Yes. So in this case, we know that dogs diverges from Doge because binary and because numbers mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. we know that they diverge at bit 28. So what we're gonna do is at bit 28 where they diverge, that's where we will put the rest of the value for dogs basically mm. I know this' is a little bit hardness like to kind of reason about because it's you have to think about it in terms of like everything being represented bit by bit. And it's a little bit hard for us to reason about. And that's okay. I think something I also want to point out is that this Patricia tree thing is part of a larger algorithm that's way more complex than I'm even making it out to be. But this is fundamentally what it's doing. So I think we can just understand if we can try to wrap our heads around what it's kind of doing under the hood. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big win, even if we can't necessarily visualize all of it. Cool. I'll take it. So anyways, I guess we should put these dogs in their correct place. (laughs) At bit 28, where they diverge, we should look at what the divergence value is and at a child node as we deem appropriate. So in this case, (laughs) um, (laughs) at bit 28, I'll just save us all the misery of going through the binary again and I'll just tell Mm -hmm. you. At bit 28, dogs, the letter S, diverges and it has a one versus doge which has a zero at bit 28 Mm -hmm. so basically at that point we will look at the value of dogs at that bit and we'll say oh it's a one so we put it to the right exactly we know to put it to the Mm -hmm. right because there's only zeros and ones so we Mm -hmm. have to put Mm -hmm. it to the right and that's how we can basically read the patricia tree and interpret the strings inside of it from a binary perspective.
0: Okay, so if the 28th bit for dogs is a 1, that's going off to the right, the right node, then -hmm. that means that the 28th bit in Doge, which is a 0, has to go to the left. Yes. And then for the rest
1: of the bits in Doge, so for example, the next bit in Doge is actually a 0, that's Mm -hmm. going to go to the left also. You can kind of imagine this tree is literally just zeros and ones, and as you read the bits in a letter or in a word, you basically are looking at the left child or the right child. So Mm -hmm. you could read the bits for Doge and keep going up until the 28th bit, and then suddenly Mm -hmm. you could, at the 28th bit, you could just start reading dogs. (laughs) And by, by
0: reading, I mean you're reading the binary representation yes. for it. <laughs> I love reading dogs. It's a favorite weekend activity. <laughs> you're basically just
1: traversing down the tree in the same way, okay. like when we were looking at tries and we were kind of reading those and we were like, oh, look, this word is a subset of this other word. And this yeah. string can take us down three different paths, three different endings. In the same way, when you're dealing with it in a radix tree, it's the same idea. You can follow yeah. the same bits down a single path. And then when there's a divergence, that means you could read a different set of binary and end up with a different word. Mm. But really, it's okay. all just representations of the same thing. In this case, rather than strings and characters at each node, we're
0: looking at zero or one. What do we do with this information? What should we take away from all these bits and bytes and binary? And all the patricias. What do we do with Patricia? <laughs> <laughs> where did we put her? Where would she go? <laughs> as far as Patricia
1: goes, um, we can learn more about that algorithm, which, as I mentioned, we've done a simplified version of this algorithm. And this is actually like a super computer science-y, like, you know, people have spent a lot of time thinking about how to represent these trees from a very low-level perspective, which is why in mm-hmm. this episode we're getting into binary and bytes but I guess the reason that I think they're interesting to learn about is because this is sort of our first foray into more complex tree data structures. And with the radix tree, with tries, with Patricia trees, which are all, you know, building on each other, mm-hmm. we basically have come really far from when we first started with just trees and binary trees. Now right? We're oh doing- yeah, we've grown all the way up. Yeah, we've For we've sure. gone from just like, oh, I can only represent numbers. Oh, I can only like uh You're have two children. And- yeah. Oh. Like now we are like, oh, you can we can have all the
0: babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Now we can we can reproduce at will, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we In at more will. <laughs> complicated ways. <laughs> but I guess I guess this is really exciting because like Going forward in our next season, we're going to start getting into more complicated tree structures, but we can sort of start to have a little bit of foreshadowing that they're all following a lot of the same rules. What makes them different is how they are represented, what they're used for, but they're ultimately just the same fundamental structures that we've been dealing with that have Mm. been sort of modified for certain needs. That was the cool thing with tries, right? We saw how they can be used to represent words and yes the same thing with compressed radix trees and so we're gonna see more of that going forward and this is just sort of our first little tasting of
0: what's to come very cool and that's the end of today's show if you liked what you heard please leave us a review and make sure to check out Varie's blog post link to that is in your show notes also make sure to take a listen to the dev discuss podcast that I help make It's the first original podcast from Dev, a global community of software developers of all backgrounds and experience levels. And the show covers burning topics that impact the daily lives of programmers and beyond. Hosted by Dev co-founders Ben Halpern and Jess Lee. This episode was edited and mixed by Levi Sharp. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you next week.